And it's like, all right, would you rather look bad for two seconds, kick yourself in the ass and be like, let's do this thing. Or would you rather keep complaining about that area of life that sucked for the last 20 or 30 years? Welcome to the Have It All podcast. I'm Elon Ferdman, and along with my brother Guy, we're Satori Prime. We've spent the last 16 years on a quest of mastery, and not just in business, all areas. Mastery of our finances, our bodies, our relationships, and most importantly, our minds. You see, while most people fantasize about their dream life, we went out and created it. And you bet we learned a few things along the way. So if you want to gain new skills and tools that will help you achieve the life of your dreams, well, you've come to the right place. So get ready to have your mind expanded. Implement what you learn here today, and you'll start living the life of your dreams instead of just, well, dreaming about it. So are you ready to have it all? Let's go. Well, my fellow Satorians, it has come to our attention that many of you are not yet aware of some massive news in the Satori Prime world, so let me let you in on a not-so-little secret right now. So Guy and I have recently created an app that you can now download on your iPhone or your Android device just by searching for Satori Prime in either iTunes or the Google Play Store. Or if you want, you can even download it directly to your desktop by going to app dot satoriprime.com and the reviews are in and they are lively things like life-changing i love the gamification i share this with everyone in my life and my favorite how is this free so if you want to join your fellow satorians in our very own exclusive community then like i said head either to your itunes or google play store and search for satori prime or simply go to app.satoriprime.com and install it on your desktop. So as soon as you join, what we're going to do is we're going to give you access not only to our amazing community, we're also going to give you access to a completely free 10-part transformational mini-series that we've never released anywhere else. And this is where you can begin to uncover all of these limiting beliefs and start upgrading them. Things like money, overwhelm, procrastination, You'll get to see how you can create accountability in your life like never before, and you'll get to experience life in a whole new way. So if you haven't done so already, come join our Satorian family today. Make sure to go download that app. And now it's time for the episode. So the next piece that we want to talk about today, the next reason why people procrastinate, and we'll just kind of end it with this one thought, is empowering context. So we spoke about integrity, I think it was in either, I want to say part one or uh, part two or part three, probably part two. Um, but by the way, it's just uh, before you get into that, so premise says yes, but some people don't like to change and they're permanent parts of your environment. So valid statement without a doubt. And what we're talking about here, mostly when people want to change, what they do is they, they're not enrolling people. And what's shifted in their life. What they're doing is they're trying to cajole, manipulate, and control outcomes. And they approach the conversation like you need to believe what I I believe. And they don't allow the person to get into a state of self-discovery. And then it becomes your opinion versus their opinion. Mm. And if you've ever been in those kind of conversations, you know that mostly, if not ever, people don't leave any table with your opinions. They leave with their opinions, which is, by the way, a huge waste of time. We train people to use language and communication in such a way that enrolls another person to choose for themselves that belief versus pushing our beliefs onto people. And most of the, most of the public is not using this type of uh, language technology because they just haven't been trained how to. 
So there's a way to approach conversation in such a way where you give, you leave the person at choice to get enrolled in that. And yes, of course, there's people in our lives that are permanent. We call those people, call those people family. And even, <laughs> and even so, and I'm taking, we're telling you over 14 years of doing this kind of work that we've seen endless transformation happen in family when you make a small shift, right? When you make a small shift in the way that you approach people. Most people are just, uh, they're in an argument with other people's belief systems, and then they try to change their belief systems, and that just doesn't work. Nobody wants that because their identity is so sure, just like yours is, of the way things are. And you, and you communicate from that point of view as if your identity and the way that you view the world is true. Now, there are 7.3 billion people out there with identities formed, all believing that the way that they see the world is true. So, you know, if you've been on our trainings, we actually didn't do it for this one. We generally start with asking you guys to listen a specific way. And the first way we tell you is that nothing we say here is true. What we're actually looking at is different paradigms through which you can view the world so that you can start seeing, wow, if I just change my view a little bit, that gives me access to something. There might be more power here for me. And that's what really what we're looking for all the time is can you shift your gaze and maybe looking at it in some other way will give you access or power in an area where you have no access and no power right now. And then we also tell you that it, because it's not true, Everything that we're offering you is really just like trying on a jacket. You know, if you're just there having opinions, whether you agree or disagree about what we're saying, what you're really walking away with is just more of your opinions. And you already have your opinions, so that's nothing new. So what we're really, when we're offering these type of ways of looking at things, it's really just like try on a jacket, walk around with it, see if you like it. If you don't like it, leave the jacket. And then we have some other jackets for you to try on. However, we know that there is a, a lot of different ways to view the same situations. Most people are just so stuck in one singular view. And that singular view is giving them the way that they're being, the actions they're taking, and it's consistent with the results that they're getting. The moment you shift the way that you're being, and that's really what we're looking for right now, is how do you stop being a person that procrastinates, right? And starts being, start being a person that's an action, you'll find that you'll take different actions when we start kind of talking about what's the access point to stop procrastinating. And then you'll find that you get different results in life. If you don't change or transform the way that you're being, you'll keep taking the same actions, you'll keep getting the same results. It's like walking down the same road over and over again and expecting a new building to be there. And Einstein says, you know, with, you know, doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result is insanity. Most people are just doing insane things. They keep doing the same stuff, meeting the same people, having the same conversations, arguing about the same stuff, and then going, how come my life's not changing? Well, okay, well, that points to what results doing that stuff gets. So if you want different results, you have to start having different paradigms. And that's what all these conversations are about. Yeah. So one of the last pieces to, to close the loop on this of why people procrastinate is their integrity is out. So integrity at the basic level, as we described, is just doing what you believe, what you said you would do by when you would do it. And also just even when people aren't looking, are you still doing what you set out to do? So if no one was watching, are you still performing at your best doing what you said you would do? The second piece of it, which very few people talk about, is what's called an empowering context. I'm going to give you an example. So you could wake up with your kids and feed them breakfast and do all that stuff, and you could do it, right? And you could be angry about it. You could just be pissed off about it, like they're annoying, why do I have to wake up early, all this kind of stuff, right? That is out of integrity. If you do something and there isn't an empowering context around that thing, an empowering context is something that lights you up, that pulls you forward, that makes you want 
to do this at the best of your ability, if you don't have that kind of thing in there, then you're just going through the motions. And if you're just going through the motions, you may as well, by our definition, not be doing it. We, we spoke to one of our personal clients today. He's in a program called our Ascension program. And he was talking about how he's just been in a shitty mood. And he's like, you know, all I did today was I put up some ads and whatever. They're probably crappy anyway. And we're like, yeah, if that was your attitude about it, like there's zero empowering context about that. There's no like, I'm creating ads that are going to make me X amount of dollars. I'm creating ads that are going to move my, my business forward. I'm creating ads that are going to test a new revenue stream for me. None of it. It was just like, I just did it. It's shit. And it's shit. And you guys know, it's like, you can have a extremely well intentioned workout where you go in there and you're just really busting your butt and like you have a goal. I remember, you know, we were going to Ibiza and before that, for that month and a half, two months, like even though I was in shape, my workouts were really, really motivated. You know, I was like, I'm going to get in the best shape of my life before we go on this trip. And that was, that was a great empowering context for me. And what's funny is that ever since we got back and like I've had event after event and this thing and that thing and whatever, it's been really hard to get back into that same kind of intensity mm-hmm. that I had before. And so I realized that what was missing was an empowering context, right? An empowering context can be anything. You could create games that it's just you to play. It doesn't even matter. It's like, can I beat what I did yesterday? Can I beat what I did last week? Whatever your empowering context is, one must be in place. Because if you don't have an empowering context in place, procrastination will rear its ugly head. Like, I want you to think of procrastination as the default switch. Like, if there's no pressure against the default switch, the switch will be turned into procrastination mode. That's where the body wants to go. That's where the brain wants to go. It is just consistent in that that place. So what you need to do is, like we said, no clarity, switches down, right? No accountability, switches down. No community, switches down. No empowering context, that switch has not enough force to stay up there. So you can have clarity, you can have accountability, you can have the community. But at the end of the day, you got to wake up every single day and get yourself in gear. Every single day, you got to be the one pushing this thing forward. There isn't an army behind you, like tapping you on the shoulder all the time going, hey, you moving forward? Did you do what you said you were going to do? Like, that's self-motivation. And to find self-motivation and to be personally responsible, and we had a huge conversation around responsibility, you have to maintain an empowering context. Yeah. And so, so it's just to kind of throw a little bit more in the mix here. An, a, an empowering context, another way, is your state of being, how you're choosing to be, right? And it's like, it's like the lens I'm viewing the world through from could be everything's a struggle, or everything's a joy. So like some people could say, like, I have to wake up early with my kids. Oh my God, I'm waking up early. For somebody else, it's, wow, I get to spend an extra hour with my child today, exactly. right? That's just like an excited way of being shows up and there's different actions. Like if you're excited about waking up early with your kids, there's going to be a certain way you interact with your kids, some action you take with that and the result that you get with your child based off of that action. If you're like, shit, I have to wake up early today. You're tired, you're trudging, you're angry while you're making breakfast. Those are all actions. Your child's going to pick up on those actions 
you're going to interact with them in a specific way. And that's going to get you certain results, which is probably anger from your child or like a lack of presence, or they're going to be like pulling mom, 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 right? Because they're not getting the attention that they want and they're not getting their needs met. Right. And that's how life is. It just sets all these precedences. One of the key things that we do, and Elon and I do this for each other, but we've also, we've just hired a coach for the same reason is we're constantly looking to up, up level our game, right? Like Elon and I have a big goal to transform the planet. That doesn't happen because it's wishful thinking. Like there has to be a plan in place. A part of that is we're always looking for new ways of being that we can transform our, our ways too. Like we have an amazing life and that's come out of like constantly looking at what's missing in our state of being. And, and I want to clarify, not what's wrong in how we're being, what's missing that would like upgrade it and there would be a different level of impact. Now, every time we find that, Elon and I have naturally created uh, this muscle that we share what's opening up for us, right? The sharing, the enrolling, et cetera, et cetera. And what we do for each other is we're each other's committed listener. So if Elon says he's like, you know, this is what I'm up to in life, what we always create is, okay, so now I, I listen for Elon showing up that way in the world. When Elon doesn't show up that way, I'm accountable for calling him out on it. Mm-hmm. And most of us, like Elon said with the story about the woman who was smoking, don't want to be called out on our integrity. We don't want to be called out on our accountability because it makes us feel like bad, like when you get criticism. Except in our point of view, this isn't criticism. We're asking for it. So by the way, I quit smoking cigarettes that way. I created accountability for all my friends. I said, if you see me with a cigarette in my mouth, you have the right to pull it away from me because I, I felt that I couldn't do it. I smoked for like almost 10 years. And... I realized that in my environment, there was wiggle room for me to smoke. Like I could get away with it because I never made an agreement with anybody, right? And the moment I created agreement with my friends, there wasn't anybody I spent time around anymore that I could just pull out and smoke a cigarette because I knew they would pull it away from me. So I didn't even pull it out. And I quit smoking cigarettes like that. Mostly we create agreements with ourselves. We don't tell anybody else. And then we're like, okay, well, I'm going to lose five pounds. So I'm going to start exercising. And then like Tuesday, it's like, I don't feel like it. Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Wednesday rolls around. All right, well, I don't really feel like it today either. And that cookie looks really good. Wiggle, 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 mm-hmm. right? And we like, and we wiggle our way out of our own commitments. So it's important to understand that in communication, when we use agreements, the design of agreements is to create trust. That's what it does, right? Like uh, you agree to marry somebody, it's like a commitment. There's trust there until you fuck with it. So when you have broken agreements, so that's another way of saying what integrity is. It's like integrity is having agreements that you keep. The moment there's broken agreements, you lose trust with people and they stop listening to you as powerful. And that's why you have to re-enroll them and transform that listening of like, you can hold me accountable to this. And when they say, hey, you're not being the way that you said you're going to be, it's not about feeling guilty or having shame. It's about being like, they're right. I'm not saying or being the way that I said I'm going to be. Let me be that way. And then what's predictable is you'll get new results from that. So again, if you want to transform something in your life, a really powerful distinction is to have somebody that can be a committed listener for you, what you're up to in life, and who you say you're going to be. And what you offer them is the space to call you out on your shit, on your lack of integrity when it's not there. So if you don't go to the gym on Wednesday, you have a person that you call up and be like, hey, look, I didn't go to the gym today. And that person's like, okay, got it. And again, not about making you wrong, but when Thursday rolls around, they're like, you get to the gym today, and you're like, oh, shit, no, I got to go. Right? And this is how we start forming habits. You will always... Mark my words. And the things that you don't have strength around, like you don't have power in your life, you will always wiggle out, find reasons, excuses, call whatever you will, that will perfectly justify 
while you're not being or taking the actions that you said that you wanted to, that you know would change your life. And then those areas of life don't transform and you create excuses for it. And you believe that that's like not doing it plus the excuse makes it okay. Kind of like when people tell you they're going to be somewhere on time, but they don't show up on time, then they give you the excuse. So it's like being late plus the excuse equals being on time. It doesn't. (laughs) It doesn't. And that's why transformation doesn't work for people because there's no accountability and they won't set accountability because heaven forbid, they look bad for two seconds and it's like, all right, would you rather look bad for two seconds, kick yourself in the ass and be like, let's do this thing. Or would you rather keep complaining about that area of life that sucked for the last 20 or 30 years? And that's where you got to choose for yourself. Like which one's it going to be? Hey, I just wanted to pause here for a second and tell you about something that I realized many of you have no idea about. So Guy and I have just released a brand new advanced training. So after hundreds of emails and questions constantly asking us, well, how do I have it all? How do I have it all? We've created the five pillars to having it all. So if any of the things we share with you here on the podcast have resonated with you, then I'd like to invite you personally to an all new training. Now you can register for the next live class by heading to www.satoriprime.com forward slash register. There you'll be able to register for the next live class, or if you're one of these people that I need it now, you can always just watch the latest replay on that page as well. This, by the way, my friends, is a robust, in-depth training that will help you clearly see what's currently stopping you in any area of your life, be it your health, your relationships, your finances, or simply just maybe you want to manifest that big dream. It will help you with all of that. So again, go check it out by going to www.satoriprime.com forward slash register. And now back to the podcast. Where you don't have power in areas of your life, you're not making choices at all. What you're making is decisions about the way things are. So um, I use this example a lot, but you know, again, in, in the context of language and how it works, if you look at the word decide, it has a suffix, C-I-D-E. It shares this lineage with words like genocide, suicide, homicide, pesticide, right? If you look at all those words, what those words tell you is it it kills off. So the suffix side means to kill off, right? And whatever comes before it is what you're killing off. So in this scenario, every time you decide something, like I can't wake up, I can't quit smoking, I can't lose that weight, I can't change my circumstances, what you're doing is you're killing off possibility. And this is a physical and literal experience that you're having because Language gives us a physical and literal experience that we're having. It shapes our reality for us. Choosing is where you choose freely without, uh, without making all these considerations. Decisions always have considerations, and then you make them in the face of those considerations. So anytime there's a, some consideration, it's a decision. Choosing, it feels like a completely free experience. Mostly people I've met do not even know what a choice is. They've never actually made one because a choice has expansion to it. You go left. If it doesn't work, you have nothing about it. Then you go right. All right, that's not working either. Then I'll go this way. Then I'll go that way. It leaves you in a state of constantly testing your environment without necessarily having negative or any sort of feedback about it, except for it's what, whether or not it's where you want to be or not. And then you just keep testing it endlessly inside the world of choice until you find something that works for you. When you're having negative experiences, I guarantee you that you're deciding. You're not choosing anything. The other thing I want to point out is in order to uh, stop the process of procrastination, Whatever it is that you're procrastinating about, there's no urgency. There's no urgency or sense of urgency. So, you know, if you were, um, again, it's an example we use a lot, but if you're lacking money or time, which is, seems to be a prevalent problem for many, many people, um, I want you to think about how often you knee-jerk that reaction. 
Like I just, you won't go. All right, well, I don't have money or time. And then you don't even give a thought to what could be possible if you just inquired into how to make that work for yourself, right? And you don't set urgency to it. Now, if you tell me you don't have time or money and tomorrow your car breaks down, like the transmission or the engine breaks, do you think you're going to find the time and the money to fix that car so you can get to work? You will, I guarantee you. Or if your kid is sick and they got to go to the hospital the day before you have no time or money, is that kid going to the hospital no matter what? They are. And you will find the time and the money to make that happen. And in both those situations, what you can see is it, the circumstance created urgency for you and people are magicians when there's urgency, right? So in all the areas of life where your relationships aren't working, where you complain but never actually do anything about it, do you ever notice how that works? Guys, like one of the things you might want to look at is if you complain about some area of life or the way that the world is and you're not willing to take action in that area of life, give up that you're allowed to complain. Because it's never going to change because you're unwilling to change it, period. So that complaint is sucking your energy and your time. You want to get some time back? Stop complaining about that thing. You know, like whatever area of life seems to be a problem, guess what? There's other people on the planet that have that same circumstance that that's not a problem for at all. So you're choosing the frame that's giving it the problem. Now, problems never go away. Problems are a part of the design of being human. What you do get to choose is what's the way that I'm looking at life and know that however you're looking at life, there is going to be natural problems that arise from that point of view. So it's not about altering or fixing your problems at all. It's about picking a view of life that creates a problem that you're actually lovingly willing to work on in an urgent manner. So for Elon and I, it's a global transformation. We genuinely give a shit about transforming the planet. I know how crazy is that? (laughs) but it gives us context for living our whole business. Everything. When we talk to people, it's all in the inquiry of how do we serve more? Because we have a game of transforming a hundred million people's lives. I don't know that we'll ever be able to solve that problem, but I'm willing to play the rest of my life to find out. You guys get that? So we're not solving our problems. We're, we're again, leveraging a phenomenon of problems and choosing which problem we want to deal with that we want to deal with, except for these like little ancillary issues. So most people wait for circumstances to arise in their life, to create urgency so that they can transform their lives. But here's the thing. Urgency, problems, all of it is a function of language, which means that you get to choose where your problems are and what's urgent to you. The things that you guys complain about that aren't working, again, you're saying that to somebody else, they're not. And it's not a problem or, or they created urgency and got that done. And that's the thing, you guys, whatever relationship's not working, whatever health is not working for you, whatever's in your business, whatever the thing is, get real with yourself and realize, damn, this is really hasn't been urgent to me. I keep shitting on my mom in every conversation because it's not urgent for you to fix that relationship. Not really. If tomorrow you create that shit, mom could die and I'm going to be left with all this baggage to carry, this hateful ass baggage in my heart and in my life, I'm going to have to carry that around until the day that I pass. Suddenly getting complete with mom tomorrow about all the things you've been incomplete with becomes really fucking urgent. Yeah. And then you go get it done and that relationship is boom, transformed. Because in urgency, you'll find forgiveness. In urgency, you'll find new actions and new ways of being with your mom that you've never been before. So where's your procrastination coming from? Complacency, apathy, resignation. It will never change. It's always going to be this way. All these things that we say to ourselves to justify why things won't ever get there. But here's the thing. All of that is perfectly valid and relatively true to you because that's your point of view, but it doesn't give you the life that you want. And then you complain about it and don't do anything about it. 
Prema, Prema just gave another one, which is very, very similar and very common. She said, there are too many things to be changed in my life. I don't know how to choose the right one. And that right there is your ego playing tricks on you. Exactly. You're, you're creating overwhelm. So you don't take any action at all. Instead of putting into place, like, okay, what's urgent for me right now? What are the things that I want to work on? List them out. All right. Maybe, and then you'll maybe find there's a, lot, a shorter list than you actually believe. And it's okay. Then let's hyper-focus on this one area of life. Let's transform that thing. Otherwise, if you have a someday, one day, I'll take care of these things, conversations, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years pass like that for people. Someday they will until someday they can't because either they're not well or somebody else isn't well anymore. And that's it. So we used to have a mentor that says, people talk about someday all the time. Someday I'll do this. Someday I'll do that. He goes, every day I wake up on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I am clear that if I ever wake up on a Sunday, like a whole lot of great shit's going to happen all over the world. But it's unlikely that I'm going to wake up on Sunday. And that's where procrastination is. It's a someday conversation. Right? Like Elon and I didn't build our business because it was someday we will. Our relationships aren't where they are because someday we will. We don't travel or like, you know, him and I are really fit because someday we will do this stuff. We literally create conversations in the present, in the now, and create into our future so that our present is impacted by the future. Kind of like what Elon said. He goes on vacation to Ibiza. He starts getting the best shape of his life. That context in the future falls out. He starts losing the urgency and motivation to get fit. But he can recreate that urgency anytime he wants, right? Whether it's like signing up for another vacation or doing something where he's got to be outside, again, leveraging looking good, leveraging the future. And once you start noticing all these different phenomenons, that's the thing. It's not about overcoming the parts of yourself you don't like. Those things are there for life. Sorry, guys. We've tried everything. They don't go away. Right? They're just they're there to play with you. But you can un- start understanding the design of human. Start understanding the phenomena of human. And when you understand these things, not just with your mind, but as an experience, especially with your experience, you'll start learning how to leverage them to create transformation in every area of life that you want. And our whole program, having it all really means what are the areas of life that are important to you? And if they're not at a 10, we know that there's conversations that are debilitating you, that you're procrastinating about, that you think someday you will. And you think you have all the time in the world. And we're telling you guys, you don't. I mean, we're still fairly young. This shit's going by really fast. Like, holy shit fast. My mom turned 57 today. I'm sitting here going, how did mom get on the opposite side of her mid-50s? My, my son went to kindergarten today. Yeah, went to kindergarten today. I'm turning 33 tomorrow. You know, like Elon's, he's getting old. Like his back hurts. His knees, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> you know, but like we, we live in a state of urgency constantly. And it's, we don't feel pressure by it. It's like a fun game to play. So again, if you guys are, are like picking up what I'm putting down, yeah, I hope you are. We're going to kind of wrap up the conversation here. So that's it, my friends. That wraps it up. So one last reminder before we wrap up here today, if you haven't already grabbed the app that all of your fellow Satorians are going gaga over, then I would recommend to do it right now. Well, I guess if you're driving, maybe not just this second. But when you get a chance, go to your iTunes or Google Play Store, search for Satori Prime and download it today. You'll get access, like I said earlier, to an amazing and life-changing 10-part mini-series. And if you want to know the clear steps to create the have-it-all life for yourself, this app is an absolute must. Like I said, and you can hear in my voice, we are incredibly excited to share it with you and be with you inside of our community. So we'll see you there. 
So that's it, my friends. That's today's episode. I just want to thank you for being part of our Have It All family and truly, truly thank you for listening to our podcast. If you'd like to help or give back in any way possible, the best way would be to share this or any other episode that you loved with your family, friends, or colleagues. And if you'd be so great as to just leave us a rating and a comment on either iTunes or Stitcher, whichever you use, that helps us tremendously. It only takes about two to three minutes of your time and would mean the world to us. Finally, I want to let you know that if you want to get even more exclusive content from Guy and I, just head over to satoriprime.com and make sure you join our mailing list. Now, I know what you might be thinking, God, not another mailing list, but I promise you, you'll only get an email or two from us per week and it will always have amazing videos and articles that I'm sure you're going to love, promise. So until next time, you can join our ongoing conversation at the Have It All Facebook group where you can let us know how we're doing and what we can do to improve. Love you all, and we'll see you on the next Have It All podcast. Have an amazing, amazing day, my friends.